You are Locked On Packers, your daily Green Bay Packers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. R-E-L-A-X. Relax. We're going to be okay. It is time. It is time. I feel like we can win the table. We're going to do it. You are Locked On Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Peter Bukowski, and I cover the Packers for SB Nation. I cover the NFL for Fansided and Pro Football Weekly. And you can follow me on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Packers. And you can find all of our podcast content at LockedOnPackers.com. It is Monday, and... Although there is not a lot going on on the field for the Green Bay Packers, there is much to discuss off of it, at least not on the football field. We do have an on-the-field story to discuss, but it is on a softball field with Clay Matthews and his broken nose injury. We're going to get to that a little bit later, but let's start with the Aaron Rodgers contract situation because I know this has caused much consternation among Packers Nation and that didn't intend to rhyme, but it worked out nicely. I'm, I'm bowing. And I, one of the reasons I want to talk about it is because I, I just, I don't think it's been explained sufficiently, the situation the Packers are in with Rodgers. Because I know there are a lot of people who are worried that Rodgers is concerned about his future. And I know that there is a certain sect of Packer fans who believe, I think, sort of oddly, that Rodgers has earned the right and has and is been so abused by this franchise, by Ted Thompson, by the coaches. He's he's been so wronged that he has earned the right to leave. There are legitimately some Packer fans who believe that. And they call into radio shows and they are on Twitter and they they tweet things. I mean, there are legitimately people who believe that. That is nutso to me. I, I don't I mean, I don't know why you'd want to believe that. I think that's just self-flagellation as a sports fan. Why do you want to believe that? I I think just think that's ridiculous. And it's also just not the position that Rodgers is truly in. So this all stems from the report over the weekend that Aaron Rodgers wants an opt-out in his contract that would allow him to renegotiate his deal at various points. And and I and what really it is is the opportunity for Rodgers to say, okay, let's say that he had signed this contract a month ago and then Matt Ryan signs a contract for more money Rodgers would have the opportunity to say, actually, I'm going to opt out and we have to renegotiate this contract. Here's why that doesn't make any sense if you're the Packers. Rodgers is under contract in 2018 for $19.8 million, And he is on the books in 2019 under contract for $20 million. Yes, that is a value considering Matt Ryan... And, and Kirk Cousins are approaching $30 million APY. Jimmy Garoppolo is getting high 20s. And Rodgers is playing on essentially a third less money per year. 
Rodgers deserves to be making more money. But he's under contract this year, under contract next year, and then the Packers can franchise him in 2021 and 2022. So they they own his rights for the next four years. I'm sorry, it's 2020 and 2021. And by the end of 2021, he's 37. At Is he going to get a long-term deal at that point? No. So his leverage is what exactly? He's under contract. The Packers are going to have Aaron Rodgers unless he explicitly says, I want out, trade me. Or I'm going to sit out, which would essentially be unprecedented in the modern league. Then he's going to have to play under not those terms, not the opt-in terms, because the Packers should not and will not agree to those terms. And and here's the thing. There have been some Packer fans who have said, well, if all he wants to do is opt out so he can get a new contract, what's the problem? He deserves the money. He deserves to be the highest paid player in the league at the position at all times. I agree. That's true. Aaron Rodgers should always be the highest paid player in the league. He is the best most valuable player in the league at any given time. And clearly, given his contract, right now he is a tremendous value because he is producing at a level that is much bigger, especially relative to the other players at the position in the league, than he is being paid for at this point. But here's how long-term contracts work. You are trading that leverage year to year to up your salary in exchange for long-term security. And particularly in a league where injuries are so common and Rodgers is coming off a serious injury. Most NFL players are going to play on four and five-year long-term contracts. That is what superstar players do. You are exchanging your ceiling of money gained for security. And what Kirk Cousins did is say, I don't care. I'm going to play year to year. You're going to have to franchise me and I'm going to max out my money because I don't want to sign a long-term deal. I don't want to give up my bargaining power. And Aaron Rodgers is well within his rights to say, that's what I want to do. But you can't have your cake and eat it too. You can't do both. So if Rodgers wants, when his contract is up in 2019, if he wants to say, make me the highest paid player in football on a one-year deal, fine. But that's not what he's saying. And maybe what he wants to do is say, I want you to, to sign a contract where I'm only paid through 2020 and I or I'm, or we're just going to renegotiate these new years. You're going to give me the 2020 at an unprecedented number. And we're going to renegotiate then. But again, Green Bay would have the opportunity at that time to franchise him. So what is the benefit to Green Bay other than simply getting Rodgers to sign the contract of giving him this opt-out? And, and it was pointed out on Twitter in multiple places that just because he might say, I just want the opt-out 
to renegotiate to get more money, if you give him the option, then he can opt out for any reason, if it, assuming it is set up that way. But regardless, even so let's just say Rodgers signs a contract like this a month ago and the Matt Ryan deal happens. Even if he's saying, I'm opting out and I want more money, what he really could be saying is, I'm opting out, I don't want to be here anymore. If you're the Packers, you can't give him that option. You have control of Rodgers at minimum for the next four years by contract. Unless Rodgers is really going to pull an all-time power move on the team and say, I don't want to be here, move me. I find that very unlikely. The guy literally just bought an ownership stake in a local pro sports team. I don't think Rodgers wants to leave with the kind of stain on his legacy that Brett Favre did. He saw what happened to Brett Favre. He saw what that did, what the fan base went through, what that what that did to Favre's legacy in Green Bay. And he has said over and over that he wants to finish his career as a Packer. He wants to be with one team. There is something special to him about being with one team his entire career. And, and I do think part of that is he grew up a 49ers fan. So he saw Joe Montana playing for the Chiefs late in his career. And if, you're, if you've ever been a fan of a team where that has happened, you're, you just go, what? it hurts you. Packer fans, you remember seeing Brett Favre play for the Vikings. It hurt you. And Rodgers is cognizant of that. He is too smart not to know what just detonating his legacy in Green Bay would mean. Historically, he is a a scholar of NFL history. I think he is keenly aware of, of his Q rating, of his popularity in the state. And I think he would like to hold on to that. Is maximizing every dollar. Now, he is a notoriously competitive guy, but there has to be a cost-benefit analysis in his head to what taking this negotiation to the nth degree can mean for him long-term. I think it makes more sense if you're the Packers to say, we'll do the salary cap premise. Remember, this was the... Rodgers might want, instead of an annual yearly number, he wants a percentage of the cap, which guarantees he is getting a raise every year as as the collective bargaining agreement would allow him to because the cap would keep going up. Now, that's assuming the cap keeps going up. But this is how it works in the NBA. You're allowed to get a percentage of the cap. And he'd eventually be creating his own max contract without any rules about it being the maximum amount he would get. But he would negotiate a percentage and then could get that percentage. That makes more sense for the Packers. It would it would negate an advantage that any team has signing a long-term contract with a player, specifically because even if the dollar figures escalate as that contract goes along, as long as the inflation of the salary cap goes at a bigger rate, you are getting a relative value each season. And so in the case of Aaron Rodgers, he's making $19.8 million this season. The cap is going to go up a lot more than $200,000 from 2018 to 2019. 
So for whatever value he is in 2018, he's an even bigger value in 2019, despite the fact that he's going to get paid more money. Because the salary cap is going to go up a much bigger value. So that makes some sense for him. And that makes some sense for Green Bay. If this is if this is what it takes to get a long-term deal done, you trust your scouting team, you trust Brian Gutekunst, and you say, okay, we can live with this because Aaron Rodgers makes us so much better that the rest of our roster, we have young players that we really like. We really like Kevin King. We really, really, we, we really like Devontae Adams and David Bakhtiari and Blake Martinez. And we really like this draft class. And Lane Taylor is a player. And Justin McCray, we think, is a player. And we've got these rookie running backs. We think we can handle paying our quarterback a ton of money. You have to trust your own process in order to do that. What you can't do is cave to your quarterback who, listen, is the best player in football, the most impactful player in football, and deserves to get paid like it. But just the way the business works, the team can't give out every single iota of leverage that it holds because it does have leverage. It can't just give it away. It doesn't need to, and it shouldn't. And if you're a Packers fan, yes, you should want Aaron Rodgers to want to play for the Packers. But at the very least, you should want him to play for the Packers. And you shouldn't want the team to give him more routes to not play for the Packers, regardless of what the reasons are. And speaking of having the best, let's talk about having the best sex. Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence boost in bed at bluechew.com. That's blue like the color blue. Bluechew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill. So you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor visits. No waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than going to your pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use the promo code Locked On. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's Blue, B-L-U-E, Chew.com. Promo code Locked On to try it free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring Locked On Packers. I do want to talk about the Clay Matthews injury. My mom asked me if we were going to talk about it, so we got to listen to my mom. This was a scary moment for Packers fans because at a charity softball game, an annual tradition, and one that I think is great fun, it's, it's a great opportunity for the fans to see the players Football players in particular, I think, are a little bit more distant. The guys that are not superstars, just for no other reason than they wear a helmet. And we don't get to see their faces that much. And so to get them on the baseball field, you're close up. You have an opportunity to see them having fun, goofing around. It's great. It's great. 
if you've ever been to one of these charity softball events, they're really good fun. But there was a scary moment when Clay Matthews, who was pitching, took a hard liner off the face, and specifically his nose, and knew right away that it was bad, and you know covered his his face with his glove, had to have surgery, or is having surgery. I don't know if it's happened yet. Had to go to the ER, broken nose, but this could have been a lot worse. It could have been a lot worse. We're talking about broken orbital bones, fractures, like literal breaking of his face could have occurred. He's lucky it hit his nose. He could have a broken eye socket or a detached retina or something that could end his career. Remember, there was an offensive lineman that got hit with a a flag and injured his eye and was unable to resume his NFL career. These types of injuries can happen. And this could have been a legitimate career-threatening injury. If the ball was going fast enough to, to break the hell out of his nose, which clearly it was, it was going fast enough to do damage to other parts of his face, his head. Now, there's nothing reckless about what happened. There's nothing dangerous inherently, anyway, about a charity softball game. And I think the charity softball game is a great event. But let's do this. Let's stop having current players pitch. Have an all-time pitcher. Have it be a coach. Have it be a a legend. Have it be a, a local radio host. Anything but a current player and certainly a current superstar. And I don't mean to demean any other player, but Clay Matthews is one of the best players on this team, one of the most important players on this defense. The Packers cannot afford to have him get hurt doing something so not important. And it doesn't mean I don't think they should play. Obviously, they should play. This was a fluke. I don't want to overreact to a fluke, but at a softball game, I mean, this is something that that the, the Major League Baseball has, has thought about addressing because it is dangerous for pitchers because they can take screaming liners back up the middle to the face. And there have been serious injuries, serious brain injuries, broken bones, concussions. I mean, it is serious. That ball is coming fast, and on a softball field, you're closer than on a baseball field, and so that ball gets on you in a hurry. You don't have time to protect yourself. And we don't that that's not the conversation that we need to have, but the point is the team needs to make sure that in situations like this, their stars are being protected. And this just can't happen. I get it's for fun, and that's great. And I, I, again, they should keep having these things. They should keep encouraging players to play in them. But let's make sure the players are safe. Let's make sure they're not in positions to get really hurt. I'm trusting all of the players to understand they don't need to go all out. They don't need to run their best. No sliding when you don't need to. No 
you know, running over a guy at home plate, the last thing you need is a, is a twisted ankle or a, or worse, a broken leg, because you can do those things in a charity softball game. You can tweak your ankle. You can tweak your hamstring. Those kinds of things rarely happen. And this, I mean, clearly, you probably have never heard of a story like this. This is a one in a million. But that doesn't mean that we shouldn't try and take some sort of precautions to just say, you know what, maybe maybe don't let them pitch. Or if you're going to let someone pitch, maybe let it be Devon House because he's like the fifth corner on this team. You know, like it's just, just simple. It shouldn't be that hard. All right, we're going to have a show on Wednesday. We're going to have a show on Friday. And there's not a lot going on in the league right now. I understand that. I, I appreciate your loyalty to this show in the offseason. It has been a, an absolute joy to, to watch the numbers of our show continue to be strong in the offseason. And you know what that tells me? That reinforces the notion to me that Packers fans are smart, not because you're listening to this show and I'm offering such insightful takes for you. I hope I am at times, at the very least, but it shows you're engaged and it shows that Packer fans want to be engaged with their team at all time. At the very least, at a minimum, it shows a passion for the team. But I also think this is a show where we talk about football and we talk about the ins and outs of the game and we break it down and we get nerdy around here. And I want to I wanna help teach you things and because I, I want to learn. And so there are certain things that I have questions about. So I seek out answers and then I try and relay those answers to you. And when we have fun stuff to talk about in the offseason, that means more opportunities to get deeper into the team that we all love, that you love, that millions of fans around the world love. So keep spreading that love. Tell a friend about the show. Post the show on Facebook. I can't tell you. Listen, everyone that, that creates content in sports media is on Twitter. But everyone who consumes content, sports content, is on Facebook. Everyone. So if you like one of these shows, go to LockedOnPackers.com, click the link, and post one of these shows on Facebook and say, hey, check out this show. Subscribe on iTunes. I listen every day. Because the best thing that someone else can see is you saying you love this show and that they should listen to it too. When your friend says this is a good thing, you're more likely to try it. So give them a reason to try it. I highly encourage you to post about the show. Post about it on Twitter. Share it on Twitter. Follow me on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked on Packers. Again, all of the podcast content is at LockedOnPackers.com. Acme Packing Company is still churning out content in the offseason. There's so many stories, articles, all kinds of insight there. Fansided.com, ProFootballWeekly.com, all there for you so you can stay locked on Packers.